At the T-minus three-minute mark, tape recorders on board the spacecraft were turned on. These recorders record both voice and data. This is WOMMLP operating out of Burlington, Vermont, 105.9 The Radiator. Good afternoon, it's the Rocket Shopper at an earlier time today. It's me, your host, Tom Prox, and with me tonight is one of my favourite evenings of the summer. It brings me a great pleasure to welcome a string quartet from the Green Mountain Chamber Music Festival. Hello, everyone. Hi. Uh, as I said, absolute pleasure that you guys have come in. Um, before I ask you to do your first piece, can we just go around, maybe from a... My left, stage left, to to right, and uh, tell me your names and what you're playing this evening. Hi, um, I'm Rihanna, I play the violin, and the piece that we're playing is Shostakovich's second string quartet in A major, the first three movements of that. Wonderful. I'm Karina, and I also play the violin. Uh, I'm Ewan, I play the cello. I'm Vivian, and I play viola. Well, um, are we are on tender hooks, waiting for this first piece. Uh, once again, could you, could you remind me of what the piece is called? It's Dmitry Shostakovich's second string quartet, and it's in the key of A major. Okay, well, I will not be able to repeat all of that because that <laughs> name is very hard, but we are very much looking forward to hearing it. So, whenever you're ready, take it away. Thank you. 
Wonderful, stunning. Thank you guys so much. That was amazing. Um, it's always difficult to start an interview after you've just heard that. But um, so every year we are blessed with a performance from obviously not you guys every year, but a, a different group from the uh, from the Green Mountain Chamber Mercy's Music Festival. Um, uh, we don't think we've had people come in for the past two years actually because of COVID. So this is extra special. Um, so for those who were uninitiated with this festival, um, could you tell me, one of you, tell us a little bit more about uh, what the festival is, what it does, and uh, yeah. Yeah, so this is all our first year doing the Green Mountain Music Festival, but basically every, every summer they get a bunch of applicants and they're placed in chamber groups by age and ability, and you just basically spend four weeks rehearsing and getting coachings from expert faculty and participating in master classes, watching lots of concerts and getting lessons with faculty as well, so... So do you four play with each other for the entirety of the festival? Yes. Yes. I see. But you didn't know each other beforehand? No. <laughs> wow. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, is, is that kind of nerve-wracking when you first come in, you, you know, with these three different people that you've never played with before? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's always a little nerve-wracking to have a new group, but usually it works out pretty well, and I think we have, we're lucky to have a pretty good yeah. Um, dynamic going on. Yeah. That's, sure. that's good, especially, obviously, when it comes to music. But yeah. as, as you guys are all classically trained... Does that is that kind of part and parcel? Even if, if even if you four hated each other, which didn't seem like you do, are you still <laughs> able to kind of play with the person across from you? For the most part, unless there's like a really big personality clash, we can make things work. Yeah. 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 Well, it's good that you guys have a have a good dynamic. Um, I have heard that the festival itinerary is pretty rigorous, uh, not what a lot of people would consider like a nice fun summer vacation. <laughs> um, so tell us a little bit about what your day to day looks like. Yeah, so every morning we have required practice hours from 8 to 12. And usually during that time there's um, lessons. You have lessons with a teacher probably once or twice a week. And there's occasionally studio. Um, and then in the afternoon uh, there's chamber rehearsal. So every day we rehearse usually around 1 for a couple hours, <laughs> depending on how we feel and what else we have to do that day. Then. After dinner, there's usually some kind of concert, either a faculty concert or a student concert to attend. 
Wow. So do you, do you guys get much free time at all? Have you seen Burlington or have you just seen kind of the inside of uh, UVM so far? <laughs> On the weekends, we get a lot of free time. Um, groups of us have been going to Burlington or walking around, hiking, yeah. stuff like that. They also they organized some trips for us. So the first weekend we were here, we went to see the fireworks. Um, then last weekend there was a trip to Six Flags, which we all went on, which yeah. was very fun. Um, they also had a hiking, a couple hiking trips this weekend. They're going sorry. on. <laughs> yeah, oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> and this weekend they're arranging a, a trip to Lake Champlain and then stop at Ben and Jerry's later. But um, a lot of kids just take the bus into Burlington and walk around. Yeah, we have other plans. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you don't particularly want uh, the, the festival to, to map out every single minute of your day. You've probably got a few things you want to do yourselves. Um, any kind of highlights from kind of like the non-festival itinerary that you, you kind of gone and done yourselves? Like outings that we've enjoyed? Or? Yeah, like anywhere that you, you've kind of stood out to you or, or particular moments outside kind of the music element that you've kind of enjoyed about, about Vermont. I feel like we all are part of a pretty good group of friends that we've met and I, I didn't know anybody um, coming to this festival but mm -hmm. so we always hang out after the wow. concerts and so we just you know play um, pool play pool <laughs> <laughs> fool around on the gym equipment or <laughs> visit the convenience store whatever it is but it's pretty fun yeah. that's uh, that's great and where are you all from this is a question for all four, four of you so where are you all from uh, originally and where do you go to school at the moment um, I'm from Southern Colorado, but next year, well, this fall, I guess, I'm going to be a freshman at the Cleveland Institute of Music. Oh, fantastic. Um, I'm originally from a little bit outside Boston, and I'm still in high school, um, so I'm going to Newton South High School, which is a suburb, like, 30 minutes outside Boston. Yeah. Uh, I am, like, right outside Chattanooga, so southeast Tennessee. I am also still in high school, so I'm just going to a local public school there. I'm from Lexington, Kentucky, but this year was my first year at a... Uh, uh, boarding high school in Interlochen, Michigan. Wow, I always I always forget how no offense, here, young you you all are. Um, uh, so yeah, incredible. Um, and how long have you? Again, question for all four of you: How long have you been playing the instruments you've been playing? And is it the only instrument you play? Are you also uh, proficient in in other other instruments? So well, I guess we're going around this way. So we'll go around this way again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have been playing the violin for about 13 years, and I also sort of play the viola. I just started doing secondary viola lessons at Green Mountain, which is also something cool that they offer. I've enjoyed that, and I'm somewhat proficient in the mandolin. That's cool. I didn't know that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing violin for 10 years. I started when I was seven. Um, I started on piano because my brother did it, and I guess I wanted to be like him. Um, but uh, So I stopped that summer after seventh grade because I wanted to focus on violin yeah yeah I've been doing cello for 12 years now I think ever since my best friend dragged me off to his like, own group lesson that I just saw <laughs> I mean look where I got me now <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got a lot to think, thank him for probably yeah. not when you're like rehearsing 12 hours no, a day no, no, but no. yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah I also play piano uh, not quite as well as cello, but you know. <laughs> I'd still say that's a pretty high bar, so I'd imagine he's still pretty good at piano. He's pretty good, he's being modest. <laughs> yeah, and I started on piano about 11 years ago, and then I started viola uh, in fourth grade, so that was seven years ago. Wow. So are you all from musical families, or is this something you kind of, uh, you know, got dragged to and just turned out you're incredibly good at it? Is uh, Have you got similar shared histories in terms of the way that you kind of came to music? 
Well, my family isn't musical at all. Um, <laughs> the most distantly musical part of it is my great-grandfather, I think, who played in a fiddle band in rural Missouri. But neither of my parents are musicians. Um, they work in science, both of them. So how did you end up here? Um, well, from a really early age, I started when I was four, but my parents told me that I had been asking to play the violin since I was a toddler. They played classical music for me because they thought it would be good for my brain. Um, and I always seemed to enjoy it. And I guess I just kept asking them to play the violin. I actually saw this episode of Elmo <laughs> where Isaac Perlman, a famous violinist, was a guest on the show. And I mean, that led me here and yeah. I stuck with it. So. I would say Sesame Street has led people down some very cool and very wonderful paths. So yes. <laughs> glad that Elmo brought you to your calling. Um, anyone else like to offer their kind of background into getting into what they're going to? Um, my mom played flute and piano growing up and um, I remember when we were little, she'd put me and my brother on, the t- on her lap and we'd, she'd put our hands over hers and she'd play piano. So I kind of got into it that way. And then, um, so that's why I started playing piano. And then my brother took up violin for a year and quit, but I wanted to follow in his footsteps. So that's why I chose that. But my, my dad's not pretty musical. Yeah. Yeah. Both of my parents are chemists. And so, <laughs> uh, my dad, scientist streak here, right? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> my dad played the drum for like one year in high school. And so, um, when my sister started piano, my older sister started piano he would um, clap the beats to help her because <laughs> oh, that's, that's the one cute. thing he could do. And I guess I wanted to start piano once my sister started. Because... And then by then you were kind of into the classical music scene yeah. in a way. Yeah. And uh, yeah, finally. Uh, my dad always tells a story of how he always wanted to play an instrument. And when, one day after having my older sister, he finally got around, got out his old cello, started to play. And then my sister runs up to him, puts her hands on the strings and says, No, Daddy, stop! <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, definitely not from my family. Uh, I got my music, my taste in music from, as I said earlier, my best friend. Um, their whole family plays music extremely well, and they just kind of like dragged me and my siblings into it. So, mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so you were kind of just brought along as one of the family... That's yeah, <laughs> great, great family to have as as friends. That's 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 awesome. Um, is there anything? So I'm assuming there's there's multiple of these kind of festivals around the country mm-hmm. every year. Is there anything in particular that makes a Green Mountain Music Festival special? Hmm. <laughs> Deafening silence on this one. So. <laughs> I mean, there's the location, of course. Hmm. We're so close to Burlington. It's great to just be able to go into town, and they do let us leave. Basically, yeah. whatever. <laughs> Glad to hear you're not prisoners. Yeah, going off of that, they do let us leave, in fact. Uh, they, I, I like how it strikes a nice kind of middle ground between the really intensely musical side, because there are festivals that, like, oh, yeah, you're required to stay in your practice room for, like, six hours a day. You don't get to leave the campus at all for, like, eight weeks. So it's not quite that bad, but we also do get a lot of really good musical training for a pretty good length of time so Mm. it is very immersive and the green mountain chamber music festival is unique in that it is just a chamber music festival most other festivals are orchestral based and they have chamber groups on the side or they're solo based and they have chamber groups on the side but this is really chamber music is front and center in the festival that we're doing and i think it's because we're all really connected to the unique aspects of chamber music that make it really fun to play well, that's a great follow-up question. What are the unique aspects of chamber music? <laughs> I mean, just 
the collaborative spirit of chamber music isn't really something you'll find in solo or orchestral work because nobody's really put on a pedestal. Everybody's expected to contribute the same amount. Everybody's expected to practice and to know their part really well. Not just know your part really well, but know other people's parts Mm -hmm. and how yours fits in and to really listen a ton to other people. Listen more than you play, Mm -hmm. I think. It's really important as a young chamber group to listen like an old chamber group. (laughs) (laughs) I think... I mean, being in the chamber music group is um, special because, I mean, orchestra, obviously, you're playing with people, but it's not as intimate. Like, it's just so up close and personal, and there's so much good repertoire, and it's just, it's so, I mean, me personally, I like, I mean, that's my favorite type of playing because I like playing with other people, and it's not just about yourself, learning about balance and how to put it together and um, just make something beautiful. That's what I like about it. Plus... Usually, if you get a good group, you're just like, it's a nice, it's a nice, you know, social thing as well. Mm. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah, in orchestra, the conductor basically makes all the musical decisions, and he's the chef of the orchestra in French, Mm. but um, he basically decides exactly how he wants the piece to sound. The nice thing about this is we all kind of decide as a group and contribute our thoughts and feelings about the character of the piece, the story of the piece, what we want it to be like. I, I saw a lot of uh, um, a lot of body language as you play, as you look towards each other and see what each other is doing. Does it does it take a while to get into that kind of sync, or is this something that you kind of pick up quite quite quickly in these kind of scenarios? I think it just depends on the group, because some people, like some groups, all of all of the members like have a specific way of moving that's like really similar. Others don't, so <laughs> it. It can take a while to pick up on, but how, how long did it take us now that I think about it? I mean, you really clicked almost yeah. immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Um, From the first day, we got the first movement together. Yeah. yeah. I think we have good chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think sometimes it takes a little longer to settle in, but ideally at the, at, like, at the end of your, you know, chamber experience wherever you are with the group you're at least looking up at the bare minimum <laughs> <laughs> you got to be together and you know be co- you know coordinate with each other so yeah i'm hearing that chamber music is the communism of uh <laughs> of classical music and i am I'm, I'm certainly here for it um out of interest i know it, if you play for as, as intensely and as as well as you all do uh, i'm sure you have a very special relationship with your instruments the, the physically the instruments that the, you have when did you get the instruments that you are currently holding and what was the decision process between this specific instrument um this violin is actually relatively new i got it right before i did my college auditions in october i remember i brought it to my violin lesson and i kind of asked my teacher what he thought of my instrument and he picked the old one up that i was playing on played it and he straight up asked me why i played on that instrument <laughs> and I was like, all right, uh, I guess it's time to look for a new one. But, but I really, I really love this violin. It's the first old instrument that I've ever had. It's 100 years old. Um, it's from 1921, so I guess a little over 100 years old. And I really love the dark sound, dark and mellow sound that it has. And I think the upper register is also really unique in how it speaks really well. A lot of violins on the A and E strings, it's hard to get a good sound on it. But I just think it has a really nice tone overall, and that's important to me because I play pretty aggressively, and that's why I'm going to take it. Yeah, they know that. So. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Yeah, let's keep going around. 
Yeah, um, I just recently got this violin um, in, I think, probably May or June um, because I'm, I'm preparing for college auditions. And um, uh, my old violin was wonderful, but um, kind of along the lines of what Rihanna was saying, it's more like it, it's able to handle more. Also, I mean, there are slight differences in size, and this was a little bit smaller, and um, it's just much more comfortable for me to play on. And it's a bit of a brighter violin, and I have more of a warm tone, so it kind of comp like evens mm. out. Um, so yeah, and I, I just I don't know, it made me feel really comfortable playing on it. So, and I really liked its um, tone and everything. So yeah. wonderful. What about the cello? Ah, <laughs> uh, well. We, I was out, where, where was it? it some, I was in New York for some reason, I don't remember why. <laughs> but um, we found this instrument shop because I, I needed a new cello because I was on a smaller size one and I was starting to outgrow it. So um, we go into the shop, try some stuff out, and this just like really clicked with me. It felt really good to play. It projected really well. And yeah, yeah, I just, I just really like how it felt mostly. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, my teacher at the time uh, had a recommendation for the string house in Rochester, which is like an excellent instrument shop. And so I just got this viola from them and love the deep sound. And yeah, I don't know much about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to making too many uh, Harry Potter references, but I feel like it's a little bit like choosing your wand, you know. Then you, you, you pick one and then it kind of picks you, really. Yeah. Well, that's what I would imagine. I do not have a musical bone in my body. Um, um, so, last question, because unfortunately I do have to wrap up. Um, do any of you play contemporary music? Is this is this kind of like, is this what you do all the time? You're very focused on it? Uh, or do some of you sometimes, you know, pick up a drum set or guitar or whatever else? Yeah, I mean, I think all musicians have to be playing contemporary music, at least some of the time. Just being an alive musician while alive composers also exist. <laughs> um, it's just furthering the future of classical music and... The, de the definition of classical music is also broadening a lot, I've noticed, in the past 50 years or so. I don't enjoy all contemporary music. It really has grown on me in the past few years as I've gone through high school and my tastes changed. But I really have grown to like a lot of it, and it is a really unique experience to play because there's not always a recording of it out there for you to reference, mm. like there is with Shostakovich or Tchaikovsky or Beethoven. Um, you really just have to bring your own unique voice to it. And I think that is a special thing about contemporary music because it's really more open to your interpretation than other pieces are. There's not the tradition kind of looming in the distance. Mm, I see. You can kind of make it your own. Yeah. Uh, shared thoughts? or I think also for people who are, um, like, sometimes art musicians commission um, pieces by composers who are alive, obviously. Mm -hmm. And... Um, I feel like it's really cool that they'd be able to work with the composer and sort of ask for reference, like, oh, how do you want, like, how did you interpret this? Like, how would you like me to play it? I think that's really cool because we obviously can't ask Shostakovich um, <laughs> exactly what he meant by some of his temple markings, bowing, whatever, because like, he's not here any longer. But yeah. not tried having a seance yet. Or <laughs> no, get no. the Ouija board out. Yeah, there we go. This is something to fill up your time with. Um, unfortunately, we don't have too much time left, but uh, before you do go, is there is there any uh, events that you would like people to know about that maybe can, they can come and see you play themselves live and uh, and get to experience this for, them, for themselves? 
this Saturday, <laughs> we're planning a not Green Mountain sponsored busking trip. Mm. <laughs> and we're going to be in downtown Burlington, probably on Church, Church Street. Street. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, Church Street. And we have a pretty good set list. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not, not classical. It's not all it's classical. Not classical. <laughs> I'll just read off a couple of the things we play. <laughs> Love You on Rose, Viva La Vida by Coldplay, Ooh. Fly Me to the Moon, Eleanor Rigby, Sweet Caroline, Moon River, Somewhere Over the Rainbow, What a Wonderful World, YMCA. <laughs> wow, I am looking forward to that one specifically. Yeah. Uh, what time are you going to be there? I want to set up. I'm going to bring a chair down or something. Oh, we do not know yet. <laughs> okay. Probably somewhere on Church Street and um, afternoon, definitely. Afternoon. Afternoon. We have to practice in the morning. Okay. <laughs> so anywhere between like you know twelve ish and, and and five or something like that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll, I'll make sure I'm I'm very present. But um, thank you all four of you for coming in. This is honest, as I said one of the highlights of my summer so really really deeply thank you thank you, thank you so much for having us no worries and and best of luck for the rest of your time here and i hope you enjoy uh Bailington. thank you well that's all we've got time for this evening uh join us next week when we've got sad boy julius coming in uh but for now this has been w-o-m-m-l-p out of Burlington, vermont 105.9 the radiator the rocket shop i've been your host on proctor and good evening We've got fantastic people in the streets here as well. It's, it makes the...